Welcome to the Washington Ethical Society. I am Susan Runner and my pronouns are she, her, and hers. I am the officiant today. We are here for hybrid platform. We have people attending on Zoom, in person, in the hall, and asynchronously by watching or listening to the recording later. Welcome to everyone. We are one community unified across space and time and we gather to affirm our values and commit to making a better world for all. We are still figuring out how to do hybrid platforms, so let's learn from each other, forgive mistakes, and treat each other with generosity. There is a closed caption option on Zoom that can be turned off or on. The chat will stay on during much of the platform service, closing to the, for the address itself and then reopening. If you are joining on Zoom, please do say hello in the chat. Having your chat set for everyone will give everyone else in the Zoom a chance to see your greeting. Please say hello whether you are a brand new visitor, a longtime member, or a neighbor from another ethical society or Unitarian Universalist congregation. In-person visitors, we hope you will stay for the welcome table after platform to say hello to our greeters. Online visitors, we invite you to send your email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, at maceot.ethicalsociety.org. If you are a visitor watching this recording later, the invitation is for you as well. You can fill out a connection form at tiny.cc.org. Dot West Connections. I'll be reading a few of the greetings that folks here have written in the chat. While I'm looking for that or doing that, please at home get comfortable and get a candle for lighting. Howdy, howdy from Judy and Randy. Good morning from West to West from Vincent and Laura. It is good to connect and share this time together. Once you are prepared, I invite you to settle in wherever you are as we continue to gather. Here to offer the opening words is Ross from the Global Connections team. Good morning. The opening words are by Maya Angelou, etched into the border wall near Tijuana. Love recognizes no barriers. It jumps hurdles, leaps fences, penetrates walls to arrive at its destination full of hope. We begin our platform with music from Lilo Gonzalez. Salipa Semana Santa, abril del 82. Llevo el olor a incienso a mi pueblo y su dolor. Llevo el olor a incienso a mi 
mi pueblo y su dolor. Prisa sin un adiós, sin plata un pantalón, pensando volver muy pronto a mi pueblo el Salvador. Pensando volver muy pronto a mi pueblo el Salvador. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, te lo digo, compañero. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, que lo sepa el mundo entero. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, te lo digo, compañero. Ay, qué bonita es mi tierra, que lo sepa el mundo entero. No puedo vivir aquí, no puedo vivir allá. Señores, cuando tendremos un poquitito de paz. Señores, cuando tendremos un poquitito de paz. Hoy vivo aquí en la manplaza, frente a un palo de coyol. Para no morirme soñando, cantemos esta canción. Para no morirme soñando, cantemos esta canción. No human beings to live, te lo digo, compañero. No human beings to live, te lo sepa el mundo entero. No human beings to live, te lo digo, compañero. No human beings to live, sepa el mundo entero. Ningún ser humano es ilegal. Welcome again. Each week we read our statement of purpose as a reminder of our shared values. If you are interested in taking a turn to read our statement of purpose, you can sign up at tiny.cc read SOP. <laughs> you can record a video of yourself reading the statement of purpose if that works for you better than being in person. Today's lead reader is Adam Briskin Limehouse, who serves on Wes's Lay Leadership Development Committee. The LLDC invites each member to imagine their, their next move in their lay leadership work journey. If you are thinking of running for the Board of Trustees, you can talk to Adam or one of the uh, compatriots on the LLDC uh, website. Adam, the microphone is yours. Good morning. The Washington Ethical Society is a humanistic congregation that affirms the worth of every person. We strive through our relationships to elicit the best in the human spirit. With faith in human goodness, we appreciate each person's unique capacities. We joyfully celebrate together and support each other through life. We nurture a sense of reverence and responsibility for each other and the earth. We warmly invite you to join our community of children and adults as we work for a world where love and justice cross all borders. Thank you, Adam. I invite you to light now a candle if you're at home and write our candle lighting and share with our candle lighting words. May we kindle with the warmth of compassion, the light of understanding, and the fire of commitment to build a brighter future for all. Thank you. Today's platform explores the relationship between Wes and our friends in El Rodeo. 
This is not just a relationship for a few, but something that affects all of us at West, including young people. Today's Time for All Ages, Ages highlights one of our young adults and his experience in El Rodeo. The story will be presented by Pam Williams. George Taylor is a young adult who grew up at West. He was adopted at the age of seven from Peru by John and Donna Taylor. He was an adorable, shy guy who attended the West Sunday School, completed the coming of age program and taught in the preschool Sunday School class. And he loved to play soccer. In the summer of 2010, George was one of the early teen delegates to visit El Rodeo. He described his experience at a platform following his trip. Quote, at first I didn't want to go on the trip, but my dad wanted me to go because he thought it would be something good for me. He goes on to say, I made a connection with a lot of people by playing soccer with the kids and they would invite me to their houses to meet their parents. My second day there, it, it hit me that I'm only here for a week and I've already built a connection with almost everyone here. I felt safe, nurtured, and loved by everyone I meet. The bond I had with the community was like a scar on me where I couldn't and wouldn't want it to go away. George made a commitment to his new friends in El Rodeo. Before he left the community, he had decided he was coming back. Within a couple of months, he had a job and a plan to work every weekend and save enough money to return to El Rodeo and stay for a month where he continued to deepen his relationships with the community. George's story is our story. It is a story of relationship, compassion, commitment, and action. Other West teens have followed in George's footsteps and we hope to have many more strengthening our ties with the people in El Rodeo and making a difference in their lives and ours. Each week we ring this chime in solidarity with people around the world. Today I am particularly mindful of the suffering and struggle of many victims of the horrific and unnecessary war in Ukraine. As we listen to the chime, let us remember our connection to each other and the world around us. Let us open our hearts to compassion for those who suffer. And let us commit ourselves to the work that calls for our love.
As we continue our centering time, please find a comfortable position. Close your eyes or find a soft focus. Attend to your breath. Breathe in and breathe out. Now, focus on this image as described by youth delegate Russell Corbin in 2012. Imagine a beautiful village in endless rolling green hills, stunning views of the valley and comforting trees standing tall above. The occasional sighting of a magnificent torogos, a native bird. No sidewalks or big roads impeding on the connection to nature. But most importantly, imagine the most kind and strong people in the world. This is El Rodeo, a community of hardworking, resilient people with dreams similar to your own. Now imagine a string connecting your heart to the heart of someone in El Rodeo. Feel that connection. Two hearts beating together. Feel the warmth, love, and mutual respect that moves back and forth through the string as you continue to breathe in and breathe out. As we continue our meditation in silence and in the music that follows. Or try to show my rainbow red is too soon to die. Some for want to be like an ostrich, bury their head in the sun. Some hold a plastic ring, can and clench out their greedy hands. Somehow to take the history way Boys, some found they think we're needing Don't you know you can kill all can believer There's no church for freedom One blue sky above us One ocean lapping on our shore Green around, who could ask for more? And because I love you, I give you one more try to show my.
my rainbow red is too stone to die. Go tell, go tell all the little children, tell all the mother and fathers too. Our last chance to learn to share what's been given to me and you. One blue sky above us, one ocean lapping on our shore, one earth of green and brown. Who could ask for more? And because I love you. I'll give you one more try to show my rainbow red is too soon to die. Thank you, Leo. We'll now have a reading by Ross Wells, followed by our platform address. This is a quote on violence by Archbishop Asco Romero, also San Romero de las Americas. I will not tire of declaring that if we really want an effective end to violence, we must remove the violence that lies at the root of all violence, structural violence, social injustice, exclusion of citizens from the management of the country, repression, all this is what constitutes the primal cause from which the rest flows naturally. Before I introduce our platform speaker, I must say that it's great to be here in this hall again, where so many good things have happened and will happen again in the future. Many of you today know platform speaker Peggy Gates. For those of you who are new to Wes or just visiting, Peggy is a longtime West member and staff leader. Among her many accomplishments at West, and I will miss some for sure, are Director of Religious Education, Lifelong Learning, the Sunday School, Leader in the COAMAT Teen Development Program, a leader of the Opening Doors Campaign, making West accessible and joining our two buildings. Peggy has, less, has led West's delegations of youth and adults to El Salvador since 2003. More than any single person, she is responsible for shifting our work there from a charity model to, to one of solidarity and community capacity building. A sister community relationship grounded in equality and mutual respect. Peggy is currently co-chair of West Global Connections. Welcome, Peggy. Wow. Good morning. <clears throat> it is such an honor to be here today representing the Global Connections team. It is also with deep gratitude and appreciation that we dedicate this platform 
to the people of El Rodeo, who have welcomed us into their homes and hearts for 13 years. And to Christina Starr, our in-country coordinator, who is a model of solidarity. We also wanna thank you, the members of WES, for your unflagging support for our partnership with El Rodeo. Thanks also to the Global Connection team members, Christina Kachulis, who joins our monthly Zoom meetings from Alaska, Joe Klein, Susan Runner, Gabi Santamaria, Lola Skolnick, Karen Storms, Heather Vincent, who joins us from Florida, Ross Wells, and Pam Williams. It's a great team. For two years now, <clears throat> we've been living amidst a pandemic. Like others around the globe, it's likely you've experienced a loss, the loss of a loved one, a job, a home, or your routine. You or someone you know has been sick, or life as you knew it in the before times has shifted or dramatically shape, changed shape. I suspect you've faced some level of adversity. Today, we'll take a look at resilience, the resilience of our friends in El Rodeo and their ability to navigate adversity. At the start of the pandemic, I began hearing this phrase, your well-being is my well-being. Primarily, I heard it among Salvadorans, and it stuck to me. It stuck to me like George's scar stuck to him. When my well-being depends on your well-being and your well-being depends on mine, we are in it together. And we're in an interconnected web of navigating adversity together. That togetherness is such a comforting image to, for me. In recent years, and particularly during the pandemic, the topic of resilience has received a lot of attention. According to the American Psychological Association, resilience is the ability to recover and rebound from life's inevitable challenges and setbacks. Our friends in El Rodeo have faced an abundance, in fact, generations, of challenges and setbacks. To fully understand their resilience, let's review a bit of their history. History that is steeped in repression and resistance, adversity, and resilience. Let's start in the 19th century when the Salvadoran oligarchy known as the 14 families, were kind of like billionaire Russian kleptocrats. They controlled most of the land and wealth, 
and held coercive power over the population for generations. For most of the 20th century, a series of military dictatorships ruled the country. By the 1980s, many, including many of our friends in El Rodeo, had joined the resistance. They had joined the guerrillas. The war lasted for 12 years from 1980 until 1992. Over 75,000 civilians died at the hands of the Salvadoran Army military forces who were trained and funded with US tax dollars to the tune of a million dollars a day. As the assault on civilians escalated, the folks living in El Rodeo collectively fled on foot, carrying their children and elders. After hiding in caves or dense vegetation and walking for days, they crossed the deliberately flooded waters of the Lempa River, attempting to reach refuge in Honduras. As they crossed the river, they were fired on from both sides by the Salvadoran and the Honduran armies. An unknown number of men women and children died as they fled. Though the conditions at the camps were poor and the repression was ongoing, our friends took full advantage of the refuge. First at La Vertud refugee camp, then at Mesa Grande camp, they did whatever had to be done. In the spirit of all for one and one for all, they dug latrines, built canvas houses, and planted crops, organized school for the children, cared for the sick, and learned trades. Some of the adults seized the opportunity to attend school and learn to read and write for the very first time. After six long years away from their homeland, the refugees were given a choice, become Honduran citizens, return to El Salvador as the war continued, or go to a third country. That was that. Our friends collectively chose to return to El Rodeo, to land that had been bombed and burned to the ground starting again. They dug latrines, built shelter, planted crops. They knew the drill. Against all odds, the guerrilla forces fought the army and death squads to a standstill. The UN brokered the peace accords in 1992. For the people of El Rodeo, their history as resistors refugees, determined farmers, and community organizers illustrates their persistence, their resilience, and their ability to navigate challenges and setbacks. Their survival depended on it. 
Their connection to one another is the result of their shared experience of the war and, in, and their life in the refugee camps, where many of the current young council, community council members were born. These young leaders are the legacy of those resistance fighters, showing determination in the face of adversity and working together for a better life for all who live in their community. An embodiment of your well-being is my well-being. They are proud of their history. You see it embedded in their art, music, and oral traditions. You can see it here today. If you're in the building, you can see it in the embroidered artwork of Veronica in the lobby and here on the stage. In March of 2020, El Salvador's authoritarian president, Nayib Bukele, imposed a heavy-handed lockdown. His national stay-at-home order empowered the military police to enforce the order with jail time for those who violated it. It was a scary time and for many, it hearkened back to the days of repression, to the days of the disappeared. Our first voice this morning from the community is Carolina Membrano. She and her partner, Chileo, are subsistence farmers. They live in a two-room house with their daughters. Carolina supplements their family's income by selling homegrown vegetables in a nearby town. When Carolina was a teenager, she joined the resistance as a cook for the, for the guerrillas. Her mother was the first woman guerrilla, the first combatant, woman combatant, to be killed in the province of Cabanas, where El Rodeo is located. Carolina, Carolina describes her experience during the lockdown. Bueno, mi nombre es Delmi Carolina. Eh, soy de rodeo y me integro como miembro de la DESCO, pero anterior estuve como parte del Comité de Agua. Uh, hoy que vino la pandemia fue algo muy, muy duro porque sin tener experiencia uh, es algo que aterroriza. Una por la enfermedad, lo que se oía y otra por el terror que estaban dando por los medios de la comunicación. Dijeron se suspenden las clases en Santa Marta y yo estaba vendiendo allá y fue un 12 de marzo, yo me recuerdo bien la fecha. Tira al presidente que eran por tres meses, tres meses bien traumáticos porque nosotros no teníamos información verbal cómo era la enfermedad y solamente que nos decían que teníamos que quedarnos en la casa que yo no podía recibir a nadie, ni podíamos salir. 
y, y a veces que teníamos que salir a hacer una tarea y nos encontramos con la policía y, y, y de presto nos decían, las vamos a llevar. Y entonces y le decíamos, ¿por qué? Es que no tienen permiso de andar en la calle. Y entonces era muy duro porque a pesar de que estaba cerca con las personas, no se podía visitar una a otra. Y acatando las recomendaciones. Y si salía, tenía que andar con las mascarillas y cosa que no que no, nunca la habíamos practicado, pues, y el alcohol gel, que, que lavase las manos y que un montón de cosas. Pero también decirles que cuando uno está acostumbrado a trabajar todos los días y no poder salir, bueno, yo soy muy charlatona, me gusta hablar mucho con las personas, tal vez que llegaban allá donde yo vendo, tal vez no porque me compren, sino por platicar con ellas, pero para mí fue algo muy duro. Los primeros tres meses estuvimos, vamos a decir, la familia reunida, pero luego después de los tres meses, Arianda se tuvo que ir por de, por de mi hijo, por de Gerson, y ya solo quedaba yo con Natalia, pero así hemos ido pasando el tiempo sin poder trabajar, como siempre hemos trabajado. Eh, hemos estado momentos difíciles, vamos a decir, pero, pero a la vez contentos porque a la casa no, no ha afectado la enfermedad. Porque según decían que las personas que teníamos estas enfermedades crónicas, por lo menos yo padezco de la, de la tensión, que es hipertensión, entonces que tenía que cuidarme más. Y como Nancy igual no venía a la casa, solo lo que me decía era que yo no saliera. Que no saliera de la casa porque tenía que cuidarme. Ya conociendo más de la enfermedad, como teniendo un poco más de información. Y, y hemos podido este, vivir con ella, vamos a decir, porque ahora nos estamos acostumbrando a vivir con ella. Andar siempre con los tapabocas, igual con el alcohol Pero a principio... Quizás para todos esto fue muy duro. En la comunidad, pues casi reuniones no se hacían uh, y, y todo se suspendía, pues. Y este sé también que han habido familias que sí han tenido COVID y igual como no, no se puede visitar y, y no te acerques a esa persona porque tiene COVID, se te pasa. Ahora saluditos solo con la mano o con un gesto y ya, y así. Es todo bien raro, todo se nos vino a complicar así. Psychologists define resilience as the process of adapting well in the face of adversity trauma, tragedy, threats, or significant stress. Carolina experienced trauma and tragedy during the war and significant stress during the lockdown. She described the stress and difficulty of isolation and how she adapted to it. At first she was scared, yet with more information and protocols, 
to follow, she was able to regain a sense of contentment and appreciation for her good health and express gratitude for it. Carolina highlights a couple of the hallmarks of resilience, the ability to adapt and the ability to express gratitude. Another hallmark is persistence. Before the lockdown, the community was primed and ready to build composting latrines and install gray water mitigation. With the lockdown, the work was halted. As soon as the order was lifted, the community regrouped, wearing masks and keeping distance. They persevered and got it done. Our next voice from the community is Ingris Ramos, one of El Rodeo's strong woman leaders. As the water system was being built, Ingris organized work parties to dig deep trenches and chip away at thick rocks with hand tools. And they were actually crummy hand tools. She leads by example, working side by side with those she organizes. Ingris was born after her family had returned from the Mesa Grande refugee camp. She lives with her parents, Esperanza and Carlos, who are subsistence farmers. She completed a college degree in education and recently started a job teaching kindergarten. Buenos días, mi nombre es Ingrid Ramos, soy la presidenta de la ADESCO del Rodeo y en esta ocasión voy a hablar sobre la importancia de, de tener un sistema de agua potable acá en nuestra comunidad y también cómo este ha venido a ayudar eh, con el tema de COVID para toda la población que, que acá vivimos. Al principio nosotros no contábamos con un sistema de agua potable pero luego con, con toda la gestión verdad y la colaboración de, de WES y la comunidad en sí, pues hemos logrado un sistema de agua potable, un sistema muy bonito que trabaja a través de energía solar, verdad y que este, toda la población de acá pues cuenta con, con sus acometidas domiciliares y como esto también ha venido a ayudar y hacer la vida más diferente, más que todo con las mujeres. Y ahora con el tema de, de la pandemia, pues ha sido de vital importancia porque esto ha ayudado, ha ayudado a, a combatir ¿verdad? también el virus, porque con el agua ya podíamos lavarnos las manos más frecuente, ¿verdad? Este, el bañarnos también frecuente, lavarnos las manos, este, sanitizar las, las cosas del mercado, las frutas, verduras, y también para la, la limpieza constante, ¿verdad? Este, de mesas, pisos y todo. Entonces esto ha ayudado bastante con el tema del COVID, porque si en otros tiempos hubiera sido, si la pandemia se hubiera dado cuando no contábamos con el vital líquido acá en la comunidad, pues hubiera sido más crítica la situación. Y ahí también este, un comité de agua junto con la DESCO que está monitoreando ¿verdad? el control de cloración, los niveles de cloración, también los estudios que se le están haciendo al agua constante, el cual acredita que es apta para el consumo humano y que estamos en los estándares de cloración como tiene que, tiene que estar. Entonces, este, 
a manera personal y a manera como, mi, mi, como mujer, siento de que, de que nos ha ayudado muchísimo también porque todo el tiempo que ocupábamos para ir hasta el pozo a bañarnos y a, a cargar el agua, todo ese tiempo ya lo pudimos utilizar para, para cuestiones de trabajo comunitario, en cuestiones de formación, ¿verdad? Empoderarnos más como mujeres también. Y que creo que si no tuviéramos el agua, pues este tiempo, siempre, ¿verdad? En el, en el quehacer del hogar, y nos quitaba muchísimo tiempo. Y ahora tenemos otra calidad de vida. Tenemos este, ya cumplido el sueño de tener el agua en la casa, pues vienen otros sueños más, ¿verdad? Para tener un buen desarrollo en la comunidad del rodeo. También aprovechar el espacio para darles las gracias eh, a todo el equipo de Güez, que ha sido una, este, un hermanamiento y un apoyo muy grande. Creo que sin la ayuda de ustedes, pues este sueño no hubiera sido posible, porque como digo, fue un sueño que nació, ¿verdad?, desde que ustedes empezaron a visitarnos aquí al rodeo. Y pues sin ustedes no, siento que no hubiera sido posible, porque siempre han estado ahí desde el inicio, hasta el final del proyecto y todavía siguen, ¿verdad?, apoyándonos. Así que el contar con ustedes ha sido muy maravilloso y bonito, porque creo de que somos una comunidad privilegiada al tenerlos a ustedes acá con nosotros, ¿verdad?, siempre dispuestos, atentos a apoyarnos. Y así que un saludo a todo el equipo de WES y que esperamos este, seguir trabajando de la mano, ¿verdad?, junto con ustedes, y que aquí es su casa también, ¿verdad?, son nuestros hermanos, que siempre los vamos a, a esperar con los brazos abiertos, y muchísimas gracias por, por todo su apoyo para la comunidad del rodeo. Agua es vida, water is life. During the stay-at-home order, our friends were fortunate. The potable water system identified as their top priority back in 2010 had been completed just months before. To put that into perspective, only 32% of households in the rural areas have access to potable water. El Rodeo's water system wasn't created by or for one person. It was created by and for an entire community. This sense of shared purpose and mutual support is another hallmark of resilience. Their experience as a community acting together to make a dream reality has helped them not only survive the challenges of daily life, but has created an environment in which they can thrive and dream new dreams. Take a moment and reflect on your pandemic-related challenges and setbacks. What gives you a sense of purpose. How have you experienced mutual support? 
How do you express your gratitude? What are your new dreams? Ingris highlighted an important reality, how clean to how access to clean water improves the quality of life for women. When women are freed from spending hours every day hauling water and walking to and from the stream to bathe, that time becomes available for doing community work or learning new things to empower themselves as women. Ideas like this aren't merely pipe dreams. Environmentalist Vilina Morales and journalist Maricela Ramos are women leaders from El Rodeo who travel worldwide to inform and educate on women's rights the dangers of mining and corrupt authoritarian power. They are role models of what is possible, what one can dream of and accomplish. While rereading my delegation journal from 2005, I made just a serendipitous and delightful discovery. In I noted that Ingris arrived at a meeting wearing a t-shirt which said, My, may our dreams be bigger than our fears. And those words on her t-shirt amplify what you just heard Ingris say on the video. Now that our dream of water in our homes has come true, there are more dreams for community development for El Rodeo. And that, my friends, is our commitment to partner with and accompany the community on the journey of realizing their new dreams for improving their community. Though we are still in a time of pandemic uncertainty, we are hopeful and we are making plans to visit El Rodeo in 2022. We will depart on Wednesday, June 22nd and return on Sunday, July 3rd. Of course, we will implement safety protocols as they are appropriate at that time. If you or someone you knows he, know here in the West community are 16 years or older, curious and want to learn more, we want to connect with you. Please contact me or Ross or Pam Williams or Lola Skolnick. We look forward to reporting back to you um, after we visit again in, in, in the summer. I'm going to close this morning with words from Father Dean Brackley. Father Brackley was an American priest and community organizer who volunteered to go to San Salvador to take the place of one of the Jesuits assassinated in 1989. Over the years, Father Brackley gave hundreds of introductory historical 
and social analysis presentations to visiting groups from North America. He met with West groups on two occasions. At the conclusion of each session, he would say some version of the following. Go to the community and let the people ruin you. He'd challenge us to open our hearts, to make the shift from being an observer to being a participant. He dared us to fall in love, allowing ourselves to feel the suffering. The people will break your heart, he said, and their hope for a better future will draw you back again and again and again. And indeed, it has. Thank you. Thank you, Peggy. After some music, we'll have community sharing time when you can comment on today's chat or speak into the microphone about what resonated with you in this platform. In the time in between, you might prepare for community sharing by reflecting on a personal experience or an activity at West that illustrates the values we are lifting up today. As we contemplate, rest, and reflect, let us experience the beauty of the musical response. You know this song, so sing with me. Más bonito if we sing to, together. Esta tierra es tuya. Esta tierra es mía, desde California hasta Nueva York, desde los bosques hasta los mares. Esta tierra es tuya y mía también. This land is yours, this land is my land, California to New York side, from the record forest. This land was made for you and me As I was walking in the river no high I saw a the sky I saw the long golden This land was made for you and me This land is your land This land is my land California to New York Island, they go pouring to the water. This land was made for you and me. As I was walking, I saw a sign, the sign is said, No trespassing, I'm going to die. It didn't say nothing. This land was made you and me. This land is your land. This land is mine. California to New York Island. 
Esta tierra es tuya, esta tierra es mía, desde California hasta el rodeo, desde Sonsonate hacia la Tenango. Esta tierra es tuya y mía también. This land is your land, this land is my land, California to New York Island, from the Red Good Forest. This land was made for you and me. This land was made for you and me. This land was made for you and me. Muchas gracias. Lilo was so wonderful. He surprised us down in. El Salvador when we were there the last time for a few days and it was so wonderful. <laughs> this is the time when you and we can add our own voices to this morning sharing our reflections on the, plat the platform or what resonates in our own lives. For our online participants I invite you to share in the Zoom chat or in the comments if you are watching the recording later. I'll start with Zoom comments and we'll expand um, accept some comments at the microphone from in-person attendees. Um, so I'm, I'm really bad at this, but I'm going to try. <laughs> A very nice presentation, which such global initiatives were more broadly publicized to enable mass participation in Washington, D.C. and beyond. El Rodeo community and meet, community and meet them on the videos, Wayne and Joni. So good to hear the great anthem sung by Lilo. How lovely. I wrote my humanist creed in 1980. It contains, I want to make peace, democracy, and well-being in the world while respecting the freedom of people everywhere. The efforts in El Rodeo by Wes realized my hope for humanist work. If there are any other comments from the Hi, um, I'm Lola Skolnick of the uh, Global Connections team. Um, I am so grateful for good health and for this community and particularly for Global Connections um, and the sense of purpose I think it gives all of us and has continued to during this uh, long two years. Um, I have application forms for our upcoming trip to El Rodeo this summer um, and uh, they're also available um, online should anybody want to apply, but I have in hand if anyone who's here today would like uh, an application form, I'd be happy to give it to you after the platform is done. Thank you. Hi everyone, I'm Elise, and I just want to say that it's been great coming back. I want to encourage people on Zoom to come back in to platform. 
It is wonderful to be with everyone in person. And I have to say that having music in this room, just, it just warms my heart and it is just so lovely. It's been great that we've had music on Zoom and have that as part of our platform, but to have you, thank you so much. Hi friends, I'm Lynn Cox. I'm the interim leader here at the Washington Ethical Society. Uh, and I, again, thanking the Global Connections team because of something Ross said about moving from a charity model to a solidarity model. And I think that is so important for everything we do. And I know that our Afghan welcome team is also kind of taking that spirit and thinking about how we're welcoming our Afghan neighbors in a spirit of solidarity. Uh, and it's just so deeply humanist to engage our neighbors as objects and not subjects. So thank you to the Global Connections team for modeling that. I'm sorry, bleh. Adam's right. Thinking of our neighbors as subjects, not objects. <laughs> See, this is why we're in community, so that we can hold each other accountable. Thanks. Any more comments? Well, thank you very much. You know, I, I'm so happy to be back. And, uh, when Leah called me, I said, well, I don't know, because, you know, during this week is the anniversary of the killing uh, of Arbitra Romero, and I usually, you know, I'm in a Sabbath. I go to El Salvador and I'm playing different festivals there. But, you know, this year, no. But uh, I, uh, I, I'm so happy, you know, you are my family, you know, Wes, and I'm so happy and I would love to go again to El Rodeo, you know. Uh, with today's song, just let me share something. You know, I didn't know what to sing. And even today in the morning, I, was, I talked to, to Peggy and, 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 and Rosa. Because, uh, you know, the song that I sang, My Rainbow, My Rainbow Race, you know, it's interesting. Uh, a few years ago, they called me and they asked me to sing a song for this album. It's called Border Song, No More Death. And basically what they did was, they call me and I, and I uh, give the permission to use no human being is illegal. But, you know, I never listened to the whole song. And Sweet Honey in the Rock is there. And, and the money went to the people who were helping to put water at the border. And uh, so when I, one day I was listening to this song of Pete Seeger, The Rainbow Race. And what a beautiful song. And that's why I was trying to sing it today. You know, it's so beautiful. So thank you very much. And thank you for having me. It's a, it's a pleasure. And I think we need to keep doing this, you know, to feel happy and to build a better world. One more thing. You owe me something. When I parked, I saw a sign that says uh, something. Let me, let, me let me. I saw the sign. Uh, stick, uh, this uh, bumper sticker. The world is my country. To do, good, to do good is my religion. And I took a picture. But when I went down, he said, watching the ethical society. So, <laughs> so you owe me that one. What a beautiful. Thank you. <laughs> Just as we share our perspectives in the community, so too do we share our resources and gifts. Here at West, we split the Sunday platform collection between our operating budget and a fund dedicated to justice and compassion. This month, half of the offering is dedicated to Latin American Youth Center, LAYC, 
Since its founding in the late 1960s, LAYC has grown from a small grassroots recreation center into a nationally recognized agency serving all low-income youth. Their mission is to empower a diverse population of youth to achieve a successful transition to adulthood through multicultural, comprehensive, and innovative programs that address youth's social, academic, and career needs. Each year, LAYC serves over 4,000 youth and families through youth centers, school-based sites, and public charter schools in the District of Columbia and Maryland's Prince George's County and Montgomery County. Youth centers believe in a future where all youth pursue their dreams, reach their goals, and acquire the skills and self-confidence to live a life of purpose, connection, contribution, and joy. Your gift to the share, the plate fund this month will be, month benefits both Wes and LAYC. Let's take a moment to prepare to respond to the invitation to generosity. If you are someone who gives by text or are in front of a device where you can navigate to the donation page on our website, get out your phone or tablet or navigate to that page now. If you are here in person and find the ritual of giving cash to be important to your experience, you can start writing your check or moving your donation to a different pocket. <laughs> there is a basket in the back of the hall to receive your gifts. I'll pause for a moment so that you are able to prepare to respond with generosity. It says on the slide you will see the number to give by text. Oh, it's up there? Okay. I can't see the slides. Thank you for your generosity. We will now receive your gifts and the musician's gift of music. It's a very small world, very small, you know. I came to this country in 1981 with no paper. And my first job, when I get my temporary president card, I went to work at the Latin American Youth Center. You know, I was, uh, well, like doing many things. I work as a dishwasher at Sibley Hospital. I work in a bakery uh, in Wheaton. So I did many things, but when I get my, 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 my temporary green card in 1987, I apply and I work in coordinating this summer youth program at the Latin American Youth Center. So thank you very much. See, we are all connected. <laughs> and the next song is a song, uh, as a refugee here, you know, uh, when uh, Ali Primera wrote this song, it was so beautiful. We sang this song all over, and it's called... Uh, El Sombrero Azul, and I want to dedicate this song to all of you and a mis amigos del rodeo. They are very good singers. Oh, that night when we went there, you know, I tell Vina, he was, no, all this song. So, you are going to help me with one, when I say, dale, salvadoreño, dale. Okay, let's come. El pueblo salvadoreño tiene el cielo por sombrero tan alta es su dignidad en la búsqueda del tiempo en que florezca la tierra o los que han ido cayendo en que venga la alegría la vaga el sufrimiento 
en que venga la alegría a lavar el sufrimiento. Dale que la lucha es lenta, pero sigue siendo marcha. Dale que pujando el sol se acerca la madruga. Dale que la lucha tuya es pura como una muchacha. Cuando se entrega el amor, liberada, dale salvadoreño, que no hay pájaro pequeño, dale, que después de alzar el vuelo, se detenga en su boca. Dale salvadoreño, que no hay pájaro pequeño, que después de alzar el vuelo, se detenga en su boca. Hermano salvadoreño, viva tu sombrero azul. Dale que en tu limpia sangre germinará sobre el mar. Tendrá que llenar el mundo con más sangre del zumpo. Para quitarte las ganas del amor que tienes tú. Dale salvadoreño, que no hay pájaro pequeño. Que después de alzar el vuelo se detenga en su volar. Dale salvadoreño, que pájaro pequeño que después de alzar el vuelo se detenga en su volar. Hermano salvadoreño, viva tu sombrero azul. Dale que tu limpia sangre germinará sobre el mar. Y será una enorme rosa de amor por la humanidad. Hermano salvadoreño, viva tu sombrero azul. Dale salvadoreño, que no hay pájaro pequeño, que después de alzar el vuelo, se detenga en su volar. Dale salvadoreño, que no hay pájaro pequeño, que después de alzar el vuelo, se detenga en su Thank you, Lila. That was wonderful. We always enjoy you. Thank you so much to the many people who helped to create this morning's time together. Thank you to our staff, including Linda Irizari, Indara Miles, Robin Kravitz, Tom Hutton, and Maceo Thomas. Thank you to interim music coordinator, Leah Morris. Thank you for our honored guest, Don Lilo Gonzalez. Thank you to John and Abby Dakin who created our slides. Thanks to Kristen Hunter for hosting the upcoming virtual coffee hour. And thank you to Zoom usher Joe, Joe Klein and tech team Denise Howell, Pat McNeely and John Pfeiffer. Thank you to in-person welcome team. At the conclusion of the platform, please join us in the social hour in person or on the patio or virtual coffee hour on Zoom. To get to the virtual coffee hour after closing words, point the browser to tiny.cc forward slash West Coffee Hour. You can find information about opportunities to connect in the Sunday links or news and notes emails. Here is some of the latest news. If you've ever wondered about singing at West, don't miss the vocal workshop Finding Your Voice. I really need that help because I don't have a voice, but anyhow, <laughs> which will meet four consecutive Wednesdays at 7.30 p.m. beginning on March 30th. 
The in-person workshop will be led by Reverend Kimberly Debu Debu Debus, who you may remember from the January 23rd platform. Youth ages 12 and up are welcome to participate with an accompanying parent. Contact Perry Bider for more information or to sign up. The dandelions are blooming and Wes is ready to receive your financial commitments for next year. Pledging members and friends should have received an email on March 8th and a card in the postal mail celebrating this year's new stewardship campaign. Tomorrow, tucked into seeds. Sign up for a pledge party to give and to receive stories about Wes and make your financial commitment for the next year anytime using the online form. We're excited to see what we can accomplish together in the coming year. We are one community united across space and time. We will continue to offer platform online for the foreseeable future. And we know there are members who are eager to return to the building those who wish to attend platform in person will need to pre-register and answer a health questionnaire. The form is available at tiny.cc forward slash platform reservation. In-person attendees will also need to bring their vaccination card or a picture of their vaccination card. Those who are medically unable to be vaccinated can bring proof of a negative test within the 24 hours of platform. Next Sunday, April 3rd, Interim Leader Lynn Cox will speak about the wave of legislation sweeping the United States that threatens the human rights, transgender, and gender nonconforming people. What we can do about it and why this is an issue gets to the heart of our values as humanists. Please join us online or in person at 1030. There's a lot going on, so please see your calendar. Check out the web's website, and thanks to all the people who are leading and supporting our work in the coming weeks. And thank you for being a part of the platform this morning. Let's enjoy our closing song of the month, De Colores. It's a beautiful song. And especially now with the changing of season, right? De colores, de colores se visten los campos en la primavera. De colores, de colores son los pacaritos que vienen de afuera. De colores, de colores es el arco iris que vemos lucir. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. Canta el gallo, canta el gallo con el kirikiri, kirikirikiri. La Gallina, la gallina con el cara cara, cara cara cara. Los pollitos, los pollitos con el pío pío, pío pío pa. Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. 
Y por eso los grandes amores de muchos colores me gustan a mí. Muchas gracias. Thank you very much. If you are new to our community, a few brief reminders, please send an email to our membership coordinator, Maceo Thomas, at introduce your, and introduce yourself at maceot at ethicalsociety.org. And to reach the virtual coffee hour, point your browser to tiny.cc forward slash West Coffee Hour. Our closing words, and now we invite you into our closing words for the month. Let us go into the week ahead with compassion, understanding, and commitment, seeking and offering renewal for our hearts and for our quest for a better world. Thank you. We look forward to connecting with you again. <laughs>